Heyo! Welcome to Build to Be You. My name is Michaela, and I am so pumped that you're here. I made this podcast so you can uncover what it means to be you and learn how you can fully step into your potential while trying to navigate your 20s, overcoming previous failures, learning to face your fears, dance with your emotions, and take messy action in order to build and become the best you. You can expect a little bit of mixed stuff love and a whole lot of real talk. But let me just say, this journey is so much more fun with the bestie. So buckle up and let's do it together. Hello, my friend. You know this podcast is called Built to Be You because I want you to build and become the best version of you. I say it in every single intro, and it's so important to realize that the best relationship that you can work on creating more depth in is the one within yourself. You know, investing time into personal growth, which you're doing right now because you're listening to this podcast, investing time to, you know, really just learn more about yourself, your inner workings, your inner knowings, how past trauma, you know, shapes everyday life, you know, how you make your decisions, how you create relationships, how you show up for the world and how you live out your impact. There's so many important things that make you, you. And I want you to think about the last time, you know, somebody asked you, what do you do? Or explain to me who you are. Chances are your go-to line is something along the lines of what you get paid to do for a work or profession. In today's episode, I really want to work on rebuilding that belief and confidence in who you are in the things that make you, you. So you create that unshakable, unwavering belief within yourself that you are worthy and that you are a human who is really incredible doing really incredible things and I don't think that we slow down enough to give ourselves credit for that and I had a podcast guest on once her name was Savannah and when I asked her the question who are you she was like holy cow like that's a loaded question. Like, I don't even know how to begin to start to answer that. You know, I'm a lot of people. I wear a lot of hats. I have a lot of things that make me me. And that was the first time that I got that kind of response from somebody when I was interviewing because, you know, I start out every guest episode, you know, explain to the community who you are, what you do, you know, those kinds of things. And, you know, I wish more people answered in the way that she did, because I think it's so important that there's so many dimensions to you. There's so many things that make you, you, and it's really important to embrace those unique quirks. And, you know, there's so many characters, characteristics and qualities that separate you from the rest of the world, from the other billions of people out there. Nobody else has the exact blueprint, the exact passions, the exact skill set that you do. And it's really important to be able to capitalize on those strengths. And it starts with even knowing where those strengths lie, right? And this episode was inspired after a um, experience that I had at work. It was an interaction with a doctor. I had paged them about a patient change in status and within a few minutes of the page, I had somebody behind me. Like when I say page, I mean like I like sent them like a secure chat about some vital signs. And within like five seconds of sending the chat, I had somebody behind me screaming at me in front of the entire floor, the entire unit, patient members who were up at the desk. My face was flushed. I was so hot. My armpits were sweating and slowly tears started to roll down my face. And it got to the point where I was hiding in my patient's room who was in the OR because I didn't know where else to escape to. And I'm not telling you this interaction because I want to raise hell with this doctor. I'm sharing it because I want to share with you how important it is to remind yourself of who you are, what you bring to the table, and the value that you provide to the world in moments and situations and scenarios where people make you feel less than, when people make you question your belief, when people make you wonder, man, am I actually qualified for this? And it's important that you have to know ahead of time 
So when somebody does come slamming open the door and is making you question that belief system, you have to be rooted in your beliefs. You have to be unshakable in who you are. And so that's why I made today's podcast episode. And I can't help but be so grateful for the personal growth journey that I'm on every single day alongside you. You know, I am always consuming and listening to podcasts and reading books and learning how to deeper that connection with myself and really learning how to not put my self-worth on other people's opinions or what other people think of me or interactions like that one with a doctor, right? Me, four years ago, five years ago, would still be holding on to that interaction as a negative one. It would still be shaping the care that I provide for my patients today because I would have held on to what they said and I would have made their words mean who about like, you know, about who I am and what I do and what I bring to the table. But instead, I was able to look back and reflect on that experience relatively quickly after I wiped my tears off and pulled myself together and gave myself a little pep talk. I was like, Michaela, you're worth this. You are an incredible effing nurse, right? This doctor, this one interaction, this one experience does not shape your practice. It does not shape your worth. And so I want you to think back to a time where somebody made you question your belief system, right? Maybe it was the place of work. You had a not so pleasant interaction. Maybe it was in a relationship or a friendship and somebody said something that really made you question your values and your beliefs. And after this specific interaction, like I worked my 12 hour shift, I came home and I came home and I was on a um, coaching call with one of my peer coaches for my nurse coach certification. And obviously like I needed a space to just like word vomit how this whole situation made me feel. And, you know, I kept saying the same things to her. I was like, well, maybe if I wasn't so sensitive, I would have handled it better. You know, maybe if I wasn't so sensitive, I wouldn't have cried in front of everybody. If maybe if I wasn't so sensitive, I would have been able to have like, you know, a stronger communication with him. Or, you know, maybe if I was better at my job, I would have sent the page the right way the first time. And here's the thing. We are humans doing a human job, especially as a nurse or as a healthcare professional, as really anybody in the workforce, you have 5 million things, 5 million tabs open in your brain at all times, right? Especially if you're in the middle of a 12 hour shift, you're trying to get charting and med pass and, you know, collaborate with your CNAs to get work done. It's a lot. And so I acknowledged where my fault was in the page that I sent. I tried to explain myself to this doctor and I still just got the wrath. You know, I was like, it, it was a situation that made me question everything about my practice as a nurse in the last three years, but only, only for, only for a few minutes. And then I, like I said, I got myself together. But anyways, I was on this call with my peer coach and she pushed me to see what went on the situation. And here's the thing, relatively quickly, I was able to separate my inner knowing of my worth from somebody else's 0.5 second interaction and opinion that they formed to me. I was able to communicate with my manager that I was upset the way the situation was handled. And this is what I would do differently moving forward from my perspective. I took ownership of my faults. I took ownership of where I should have paged more appropriately. And I knew that. So I was really proud of myself for being able to do both of those things. And then I avoided that doctor for the rest of the day. Maybe not the most positive coping skill, but I'm working on that one. And here's the thing. When somebody shakes your belief system, you start to question yourself. Maybe I'm not qualified. Who do I think I am anyways? Maybe they are right about me. You know, what if I don't have what it takes? What if everything that they say about me, everything that they think about me is actually true? And you know what? One person's opinion, perception, or interaction with you does not define you. Because when you start to doubt your abilities, either personally or professionally, I want you to go through and do these three things. 
The first thing being writing down a list of your strengths and your weaknesses. Really celebrate and capitalize on the things that you are really good at. You know, really ask yourself, what are the skill sets that I have that not a lot of people have in my unit or in my place of work? How do I make a positive contribution? How do I create really strong patient interactions? And then on the flip side of that, you really have to acknowledge your weaknesses because when you acknowledge your weaknesses, you humanize the workforce. You humanize the human experience. You realize that you don't have to be the best at everything, that you are allowed to be a work in progress every single day. But if you're willing to learn and you're willing to acknowledge where, hey, maybe I'm not the strongest here, and you start to make a game plan of how you can bridge that gap. For example, in this situation, it was something where I was like, okay, weakness of mine is sometimes I send a secure chat way too quick. I don't proofread it. And I maybe sometimes, you know, sometimes forget some context or For example, in this situation, I keep using myself because it's really important, I think, to just hear real life human experiences. In this situation, I assumed that this doctor knew what I knew about the patient, but it was his first day working with the patient. So they didn't, right? And I think that's a really good learning point as well is like you can't assume that other people know what you know. You can't assume that other people have the same perception as you because when you assume you make an ass out of you and me, right? And I definitely felt that in this situation. But the second thing I want you to do in these kinds of situations is practice communicating how you are feeling. Maybe it's not directly with the person who made you question your worth or who, you know, kind of shook you a little bit. But practice communicating with other people, people who you like, know, and trust in your circle. Maybe that is a manager or maybe it's a coworker or a friend or, you know, a coach, a mentor. And that's why I think it's so important to get yourself and to create the space for yourself in your life with people who can and are willing to hold that space for you. You know, maybe you don't even want their opinion. This is something that I have been practicing a lot recently. I go into a conversation and I'm like, hey, I don't want your opinion. I just want you to listen. And then I word vomit everything that I'm feeling and everything that I'm thinking. And I don't, I don't, I don't care what they think. I don't care what their opinion is because it's my life. I'm going to make decisions based on my terms and my heart and my values, but I just need a space to let it out. So my question for you is who in your life can you practice communicating with? You know, maybe you're not ready to like directly go to the source like me. I was not directly ready to have that confrontation with a doctor. I'm just not a confrontational person. And it's something that I know that a weakness is mine. I know that it is a weakness of mine and something that I want to get better at. But it's really important to have those people in your life that can hold that space for you. And the third thing I want you to do in those situations where you question your ability is find yourself a place of peace. And this is something another like another question that my peer coach had asked me um, after the shift, she was like, where did you go to find peace after this interaction? And my sliver of peace in a 12 hour shift is getting outside for my lunch break. And that's like a non-negotiable for me. Of course, sometimes life happens, but I would say 99.9% of the time I am outside for 30 minutes of my day. And that is, was my place of peace right after the situation. My place of peace was hiding in my patient's room who was in the OR. (laughs) And that's okay too, right? You just have to remove yourself from the environment or from the situation that's making you question who you are and go somewhere else that you can really listen to that chatter and that dialogue. And so I went outside and I just took a couple big, deep belly breaths. I cleansed my soul and I went back in. And, you know, 
you don't have to continue to rehash or relive those moments if you don't want to, if people ask you about it or people are like, oh, hey, what happened? Hey, I'm not talking about it. Hey, I'm not willing to talk about it. You know, you really have to protect your peace in that sense, but you also have to find a place of peace. And further into my coaching conversation with my peer, she had asked me if you had to go back to that doctor and explain who you are and what makes you a good nurse and nurse coach, what and like, what is it that lies at the center of your practice? What would you say to them? And so I explained to her, I was like, this is what I would say. This is, you know, my core values this is like a practice, like a, in my practice in healthcare, you know, these are my core values of my nurse coaching practice. These how, these are how my worlds collide. And this is who I am as a nurse. And I know that I'm a good nurse. And then she was like, okay, now if you had to go say the same thing to a friend, what would you say? And I was like, I paused for a minute and kind of looked at her and scratched my head. I was like, is this a trick question? And then I was like, I would say the same thing. And she was like, great. Knowing your worth is not flexible. You do not have to bend, mold, or shape who you are, how you practice, and your knowing of how incredible of a nurse you are because of other person's, other people's opinions. You shouldn't dim your light or your skill set because of who is around you. You should have an unshakable belief in yourself that when interactions like that happen, you don't break because you are fully aware of what you bring to the table. Damn, mic drop. I, when she said that, I was like, oh my God, like I just had the shittiest 12 hour shift and my perspective has completely flipped around. And I want you to know the same because you do not bend, break or mold because of what somebody else says about you. You take up space. You fully own who you are, what you bring to the table and how you practice, how you show up to work, the skill sets and the strengths and the weaknesses that you have all of the qualities that make you you are unshakable and they are so unique to you. And that is what separates you from everybody else. So when you find yourself in a situation or an interaction that has you questioning, you know, am I really qualified for this? Is what they're saying about me true? You know, are they right that I am going to fail one day? I want you to know that that is nowhere even close to the truth. The truth is what lies within you. And you have to, you know, really work on deepening that connection and that fostering that trust within yourself that you have what it takes and that you are really effing incredible. And like after that coaching call with her, I was like, hell yes. Like that was the fire that I needed to relit inside of me. And that's the power of getting into coaching containers and being in mentorships is they hold that space for you to really reflect back within yourself. And I think that's what I love about the coaching containers that I've been holding for minors coach clients that I have been working with is like, it's not about me telling you who you are. It's about you rediscovering who you are. And it's through doing that uncomfortable work, you know, looking in the rearview mirror and looking at past experiences and past belief systems and making a decision to change the narrative right there in that moment. And the other day I got off a coaching call and I wanted to like apologize kind of because it got like a, to be a really emotional coaching call. And I wanted to apologize at the end to be like, you know, like, I'm sorry for pushing you. But I was like, hell no, I'm not sorry for pushing you because this this is where the growth happens, you know, really getting uncomfortable and having those conversations and connecting those dots. That is where the magic lies. And that's when you discover who you are at your core. And that is how you create that unshakable belief within yourself that you have what it takes, that what you bring to the table is of so much value. And before we close out today's episode, I want to leave you with a quote that I actually read in my book this morning before I hit play or hit record, I guess, on this episode. And it is the quote by Rumi, who is a 13th century Persian poet. And the quote is, 
Yesterday I was clever, so I wanted to change the world. Today I am wise, so I am changing myself. You have to do the work within yourself, my friend. You cannot count on others. You cannot bank on changing other people's perception or opinion about you. You have to do the work on yourself. And when you work harder on yourself than you do with anything else, you will feel and reap the benefits of the ripple effect to all areas of your life, okay? Make sure you tag me over on Instagram at Michaela underscore Robertson underscore. If you love today's episode, I would love to hear your takeaways as always. And I will chat with you next week. Before you go, I just wanted to let you know that I am so dang grateful that we are now on this journey through uncovering what it means to be you together. If you love this episode, make sure you share it with your friend or better yet, share it on social media and tag me so that way I know. Until next time, chat soon. 